Hello and welcome to our review of the best bits from the interviews we released during March 2021 in support of the annual B Corps month. With me as ever is Russell. Uh, yay, we did it. 36 shows in 31 days. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, although we had the 31 interviews, we did our five shortened news yep. story shows. We as still well. want to those up as well. Um, we interviewed uh, 34 different people. Um, yep. Many of them were leaders of their companies. Um, and we had three extras in the background. If you're watching the video, you'll see three extras in our interviews. Uh, I'll let you find those. There were 26 certified B Corps. That's an interesting. We didn't speak to just B Corps because yeah. we also talked to B leaders. There were five yeah. of those. Some of them were B Corps as well. We spoke to three B Corp pendings, yeah. which are companies that have uh, aligned themselves, gone through this, the, the assessment, but because they haven't been trading for a year and they haven't got a set of accounts to prove they're profitable, um, they can't be a fully certified B Corp. Yeah. And we had two special shows. One was uh, with B Labs, who are the company that, um, or the the charity that runs B Corps, and it was this this is the B Labs in the UK, uh, and they were great. And yeah. and B Academics, which was really different. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was. Yeah, and we also we also did um uh, there were a, a, a smattering of B ambassadors in there as well. So that's another B. Um, there's, there a, is. There's, a, there's a lot of Bs, and um, uh, many is. of our guests, if you listen back, they explained what these terms meant. Especially, I think when you mentioned the the B lab conversation. Um, so go and have a listen to that, and they'll explain all the all the the B corp lingo. Um, and we we talked about the the uh, BIA, the business impact assessment. Yeah. All of the B Corps have been through that. And I think, you know, over the course of the month, uh, we learned something in all of those areas. So um, uh, by way of uh, some highlights from the month, we're going to take a, a short trot through the, the, the five areas of the B Impact Assessment and, um, and discuss what we think we might have learned in each of these. So, Russell, starting with governance. Yeah, well, I, I kicked off the month with Martin Bunch, who works for Bates Wells, and he... Uh, and his company helped draft what is called the Better Business Act, which is uh, a, something that's just been launched as a uh, initiative by B Corps to change company law so that companies are more accountable to all their stakeholders, mm. to their shareholders, which was great. Yeah, great. Um, and you spoke to Andy, Andy Hawkins as well? Yeah, yeah. Now, Andy Hawkins is one of our B pendings, but he's also a B leader. B leader's Yep. So, you know, are trained by B-Labs to help you go through the certification. But he was really big on um, environment and social governance, ESG, yeah. uh, and making legal, these legal requirements to make businesses uh, more responsible in their governance. So, yeah, governance is, is a key part of, of the assessment. But those are the two highlights I picked out relating yeah, to yeah, governance. Yeah. I, there is the environment, though. Yeah, and I think pretty much every one of our guests had something to uh, say about environment. And I think for me, one of the, uh, well, a couple of the highlights were from uh, Debbie Luffman at Finisterre oh, and yeah. Josie Morris at Coolwall. And they both, you know, talked about the benefits of wool and, you know, it really is biodegradable and it's amazing product and, we would think of it as a space age technology if it was invented today. So it was, you know, that was um, one of the highlights is the, the you know, the, the wall thing. 
Uh, and also with regards to the environment, there was a tremendous number of our companies um, which were dealing with food waste and yeah. food production. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Ros Heathcote from Burbroth, Broth, yeah. Yeah. Say, as ever, who are not the most vegan of, of products, no. uh, as many people uh, are head towards, but they do use animal bones, which is a waste product from the yeah. meat production industry to create these amazingly nutritious products. Mm. Uh, and we also had Andy Stevens from Cook, yeah. who I know you've got uh, Cook products now in your local spa. We do, yes. Brilliant. Um, and uh, th they came from small beginnings up where you used to, used to live. Yeah. Um, and he talked about food waste and they've yeah. got some brilliant ideas about yeah. And I, and I spoke to, um, yeah, I spoke to Jamie Crummy, who they are, before oh, yeah. the food is wasted, they are getting it from retailers into people that are going to consume it. So if it's at the end of its shelf life, it's still perfectly edible. And they've got a really interesting app and service that, that delivers uh, food parcels and bags to, to people that want it. Um, I also spoke to Innocent Smoothies, who are collecting, oh, yeah. you know, waste fruits and things from around the world to use in their drinks so lots of amazing stuff going on in the in, in the food waste and just generally environmentally i think everybody was looking at their impact whether it was the way they were shipping yeah. things the materials they were used you know in beauty kitchen they were talking about the chemicals they were using and you know whole grain talking about you know the the impact of the uh, use of the internet and web infrastructure and web design yeah. Um, and and also yo-yo uh, design talks about that um so just oh yeah jenny kitchen from yo-yo design she she confessed to being a an a, a extinction rebellion, rebellion activist yes, right. and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but then realized that business was a better way of of making her voice known yeah, and we've absolutely. even had pencils haven't we we've even we had the good pencil company who started very uniquely mm. but they they had they're one of two companies we had which was uh pay you pay for one as a customer you pay for one pencil another pencil goes to a good cause yeah. so uh, th they were interesting and they were a climate neutral company certified so it's some great stuff on the environmental space yeah, yeah, yeah. and also some brilliant stuff on on the workers front i'll, I'll let you kick off this one russell with your heart well yeah i mean going couple. back to martin brunch the first one uh, bateswell's also if you remember at the beginning of march or actually very end of february there was an mm. announcement about the uber case in court where they'd uh, managed to secure better rights for uber drivers or employment rights instead of being self-employed and working their their arses off for not a lot on occasions yeah, yeah. um and uber have had to fundamentally change their business model to to reflect that court. and that was bells what uh, bells weight bates wells that yeah. delivered that um and I, you you talked to yeah uh, I talked to Tang, a, didn't you i talked to a couple of really really inspiring yeah. guests i guess richard i was just blo blown away by the way that he'd started a, an internet company in a pub and has grown it to you know i think maybe the third largest internet service provider in the country and provider of broadband and things like that and yeah. at the heart of every single decision he makes is his people yeah. That is the first thing he thinks about before he's making any decision. And that was completely admirable. You know, it comes before the money or the operations or anything else. It's what is the impact of the people and how can we benefit the people? And so that was just in inspiring to hear. And, and the other one that I thought was just so interesting 
yeah. uh, was Karen Hoskin at Montagna Distillers because, you know, we live in a, a part of the world in, in Cornwall, which is, it's not very ethnically diverse. We don't have a lot of ethnic minorities here. And, and Karen was saying, well, they don't either. And she specifically went out and found those communities and sought to understood them and then employed them. And it was that really proactive finding of them that was just, uh, you know, fairly unique in the people I spoke to and, and, and in the approach. She wasn't trying to just represent her community. She was trying to actually integrate those minorities and, you know, just... And, that, and they were on the side. Oh, yeah. you've got to listen to the show to really appreciate yeah, yeah. what she did. It was really inspiring. Yeah, and absolutely. what I liked about is obviously she was focused on her workers and this brings us on to the third aspect of the assessment is that she straddled um uh, into her customers and into her community mm -hmm. but um we can come on to community in a second but the customer one was again a quite a uh, an interesting um area we had a number of people where paul woods from uh, one of our australian um uh, people yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he was talking about he was brilliant yeah he was he was talking about technology and and actually it was a very people-based view of technology and a very yeah. enablement based so yes there's the technology and the systems and whether it be teams or zoom or whatever it was but he was again was focused on the people and the customers what did it do for them and how did it make their lives better so that was yeah a, it's interesting know, he was a microsoft partner but yeah. not for technology it no. was the change bit, which is essential. Mm -hmm. I, I really enjoyed him, really off the wall, slightly not or on the wall, depending on how you do your art. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was Michael Shez, uh, Michal Chesney, sorry, mm. nearly said it wrong. Um, and he that, that shows the diversity of the B Corps and what sustainability can can be looked at but he was he's basically put art lovers he's got a, a platform that puts art lovers in touch with actual artists um across the world and and he's done great works on trying to work out his carbon footprint especially when some of these art things are you know made of oil paints and things like that but brilliant brilliant interview loved loved that yeah. um and you I, had a challenging I, one early in I, the book well, I got I got up at five a.m. on a Friday morning to speak to Jacinta Miranda from Dignity NZ, and um, on that Friday morning, I wasn't expecting to speak about uh, menstrual cups and uh, period products, but but it was just such an interesting uh, conversation to understand the area, which you know, as a, as a man, I, I really don't. But um, it was fantastic, and they were one of a number of companies who adopt this buy one give one yeah um, uh, approach. A number of the B Corps that. Uh, we spoke to and and the wider B Corp community have this buy one give one approach to you know uh, helping out yeah. not just their customers but people that should be their customers but for whatever reason can't can't afford to or can't you know don't have the the ability to be customers and they're just giving stuff away so you know amazing yeah and it's kind of people are companies as well are prepared to pay mm. a little bit over the odds yeah. to have a product with purpose and yeah. not just product with a low price tag. I, it's really inspiring. Another one and another unique one and probably our second longest interview of the, of the series hitting nearly an hour was yeah. Nora Livingston from the Animal Experience International Canadian company who sends people to, um, uh, to volunteer um, 
organizations in different countries to volunteer with animals like the orangutan project and elephants and wild horses in Mongolia. But the thing she does for her customers is she goes on every single one of these things. So she knows when she's sending a customer that they're going to do a job and they'll feel safe when they do it. I, I I love that one Mm. really probably one of my favorites. Um, uh, we also had Andy Aiken, who, who started Honest Mobile, a built on the three network, a, a mobile network, which is truly transparent and really simple. Um, and, and I'd love to. And you, you also talked to another travel company over. Well, in I think if we if we had a prize for the company that that put the, the most effort and went, went through the most to become a B Corp, it has to go to Intrepid Travel, who who did 23 different um BIA assessments in order to get their certification because yeah. of the way they're split among certain countries. But 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 that to one side, I mean, the way that they 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 do sustainable travel and the way that they work in the communities they're in, they don't use big national hotel chains. They try to use um, local in-country transport trains, buses, and put the money that's being spent by travellers back into the local economies where they are so it's a you know a really um uh, different concept to travel and you know uh, really has a yeah. big impact on where they're going and he was the the b corp that was on all seven continents he was yeah uh yeah that was uh, really impressive and so enthusiastic you know i look <laughs> it's just a really enthusiastic guy yeah. Um, moving on from customers to community, and as I said, Karen Hoskin had that from uh, Montagna Distillers had that really with workers and and the building her workers from her community and really building that strong community. Mm. I also talked to James Bidwell from Reset, and he they have um, a, a community resource essentially called Springwise, which brings you three innovation or fifteen innovations a week, three innovations per working day. But they are really, really great quality, free articles. Download the app, Springwise, have a look at it. You will learn something about what companies are doing. Not B Corps, any company that's got, but with sustainable solutions. And there is some great stuff going on. So that, that's worthwhile. And I think we, we had most of the B Corps we spoke to were doing something in their community. They were doing some form of give back. I think oh, the leading yeah. example was Innocent Drinks, who... I spoke to Katie from Innocent for about 45 minutes and we didn't even scratch the surface of all yeah. the fun things that Innocent and the Innocent Foundation are doing. They're doing so many things across plastics and food waste and recycling and uh, poverty and all sorts of stuff. Um, just, just amazing. But there's also a, an organisation we spoke to and actually one an organisation that wasn't in B Corp Month, but we'll, we'll give a mention to, um, who are actually involved in creating and building communities so they're not doing give back they are creating communities so Robbie Hearn from Standing on Giants yeah you know they were trying to build real communities not just I've got 20,000 followers and 50,000 likes that's not a community and, no. and he's trying to build actual <laughs> actual people that interact and help each other as are um, uh, an organisation called Made Open and a friend of ours, Robert Wolf, who's on the Green Elephant show a, a few months back. And again, he's building communities, particularly in the um, public sector, healthcare organisations, both in the UK and abroad. And they are 
you know, looking to do give back and yeah. time banking and to help time other banking. people out. So yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's, everybody's doing something in community, but those two organizations are really trying to build community. Yeah. And, that, and the last one I'd like to mention under the community banner, um, it was Jessica Yinka Thomas. Now she comes, she's a professor with the North Carolina State University. Um, and they've started a program uh, curriculum called B Academics. Mm. And they're not a B Corp. So they were rarely, uh, B Labs was the only other non B Corp we didn't talk to. Yeah. But they were, they built a whole curriculum on the assessment, which means they have to rebuild the curriculum every three years. Relearn it every time. But what a brilliant approach. They, they are educating the next generation of business owners, next generation of workers, next generation of consumers. Yeah. And they're now, they're, this B Academics Network, which we can join as a practitioner, as a B Corp practitioner, we can join and we can get some tremendous resources they've got there uh, when we do. And mm. I'd like to do that. Yeah, but yeah. they're looking to get B Corp kind of ideals taught at kindergarten. So at entry school level. And well, I, I think that's that's brilliant. So I'd, I'd recommend anybody join their community, which is a B academic. That is coming through anyway. I've got school-aged children and they are highly attuned to and aware of the issues that, that B Corps are addressing. Yeah. And I mean, perhaps more so than, than we are. And they, they have that sense of purpose in the world before, you know, they even reach employment. So um, we, we talked a lot about purpose with all of our guests and some were you know that their their reason for being was this is our purpose this is what we want to do in the world and yeah and this is how we want to uh, to to be good i mean i spoke to uh, hannah cox who had a um <laughs> quite a sad story really um about why she came to be called uh, better not stop and why she's become a bee leader and 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 why she feels that she has to do that to um, help society and businesses um, do the right thing. So, uh, and we got into a lot about uh, B Corps and <clears throat> pending B Corps and B leadership and stuff. So that was interesting. And um, with Ben from Dynamic Four, Dynamic Four, yeah, we focused a lot on uh, social social enterprises and you know how to do good and how to set yourself up as as an organisation to to do good. And you know that was very much his his purpose was to you know. Uh, drive that area forwards um, yeah and i i spoke to uh, probably three which were of, of note in the purpose arena mm. Bree decker uh, although not the founder of the business was their sustainability uh, for avocado green mattress great name yeah uh, the the company was started because they the, do a blueberry blue mattress <laughs> <laughs> it's all green it's all green but the, mango the, orange Perhaps you should ask them. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. No, it was all avocado was... Well, funnily okay. enough, they started the business with a purpose. The purpose was to find a mattress for their newborn child was the founder's objective. Yeah. Uh, and they couldn't find one which was both safe and sustainable um, and allo, you know, uh, anti-allergy and all this kind of stuff yeah, yeah. their newborn child. And so they formed a business to do it. And on the way, I learned some brilliant stuff about latex. You have to listen to the fact or fakes at the end of each okay. of these shows because some of the best conversation and best facts came out of when people asked us questions. Yeah. And Carolina Miranda from Cultivating Capital, one of our US in, uh, guests, 
she is on the board of Women We The Change. Now, that's quite a big movement in the mm. US. Um, yeah. And of course, we, we know that women in, in the boardrooms uh, are, are rare, um, uh, of especially the very big companies, 5% of the FTSE 100, for example. And they're really trying to work on that. But of course, there are other issues about um, about when people get into a boardroom, when people make it up to the CEO. So it's worth listening mm. to that mm. and why she's so purposeful on, on that front. Yeah. And then finally, we talked to Matt, our friend Matt, who encouraged us because he's a B yeah. leader to become a B Corp uh, many moons ago. Uh, and he he had the longest interview. He gets the award for the longest interview. I told him this. Well done, Matt. Um, it's because he is unbelievably passionate about yes, his purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he is such an inspiration. To be honest, I think there's 14 B Corps in our area and I'll be local. And I would be surprised if he didn't have a hand in pretty well every one of them. Yeah. Um, so I, I I take my hat off to Matt. He's a, a lovely chap. So listen to that one, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, the final aspect of, of we've done through the five elements of the assessment. We looked at purpose. There was one other thing: is that B Corps are with profit. Mm. They have and to be it, profit, and we spoke to a few there. Yeah, and it's it's not a dirty word. I think you know, no. uh, to some extent, pro, you, you have to as a, as a business, you have to have profit so that you can pursue your purpose and you can do good in the world. Without without profit, that becomes uh, very very difficult and. Uh, we had a really interesting uh, conversation with Mark and James from Cap EQ, yeah. um, who who work in mergers and acquisitions, which is not what you would associate with a, a sustainable uh, organisation. But uh, no. an awful lot of the decisions they make around where they're going to put their money, who they're going to put their money with, uh, how they're going to work with people that are looking to move their companies on how they're going to benefit the employees of those companies how they're going to you know get the best deal for those people it was it was enlightening because it isn't all about the money for them it's about what is the best outcome for everybody and for the planet so you, you yeah. can you know work in high finance and still have and be doing good in the world profit yeah, yeah. It was great. And uh, that was reinforced by Will Richardson, who works for Green Element, not Green Elephant. Um, no. He uh, and he, they're an environmental consultant. So obviously environmentally built at the core. He's an ISO 14001 wizard, uh, also a fellow podcaster. Um, yeah. And but he had me really thinking. I mean, he asked me some tough questions about carbon <laughs> pricing and offsetting risk. And yeah. I kind of went, whoa. And, you know, there are risks involved in being sustainable and we need to be aware of them. I would encourage anybody to listen to Will because he's got some really challenging perspectives mm. uh, on running a business uh, sustainably. Well, I mean, we really hope you found the, the, the special B Corp month uh, informative and entertaining. Uh, make sure you don't miss any of the 31 interviews with B Corporations um, by subscribing to the podcast, or you can go and watch them on the Green Elephant channel on YouTube and go and subscribe on there as well. Um, if you have listened to them all and you're feeling a bit bereft that the series is finished, don't despair because we have... Uh, we many learned. more B Corps uh, <laughs> lined up and we're going to be issuing a, a season two of our uh, B Corp interviews in the near future. So 
uh, watch out for that and make sure you're subscribed so you get that. Um, if you've got any questions about becoming a B Corp, you've got any questions about what you've heard, then uh, we can help you through the assessment. We can get your better business practices established and we'd happy to make uh, any introductions to the community that, that you'd like to so just drop us a line. Um, so if you've got questions, comments, suggestions, please do get in touch. You can email us at studio at greenelephant.show or you can visit our lovely website at greenelephant.show or alternatively, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube or Twitter by searching for at Green Ellipod or The Green Elephant Show. And you can also review the show and find us on Google, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon, all those podcast providers. Um, so until next time, uh, we'd like to thank you for listening and join us on our weekly show each Wednesday. And we hope you have a sustainable day, week, month and year. 